Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Working class bow hunter. Uh, just Kurt here in the studio now doing the pre-hunt show for this. This one was recorded in Prairie Storm Outfitting Camp, I guess. Kansas Turkey Camp, that's where it was. This was a true hunting camp podcast episode. Doug was in charge. Doug and his mustache, they were in charge. Took the mini mobile recorder out and just did um, some fun podcasts, uh, some laid back uh, style shows, talked about their hunts and all that. So let us know how Doug did. This is his first time, you know, as a, as a man with a mustache running the podcast on his own. Um, but I think they're fun. Um, these episodes kind of really embody of, you know, after hunting all day and then making a game plan and bullshitting and trying to get after it again the next day. But uh, just going to cover some business, and then I'll let Doug take it away. Uh, the podcast is presented by Scent Crusher, HHA Sports, North American Whitetail Championship. And if you're thinking about entering that championship, we have a code WCB25. The podcast is also brought to you by Elite Archery. The Ritual's out. Um, man, they got a bunch of stuff. They have the Valor, which is out now, the Ritual 35. Um, a lot of stuff coming down the pipe from Elite. Also presented by LoneWolfCustomGear.com. Um, we just did a, a giveaway for Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Their stands are awesome. Pre-orders going on now. Um, so get a, get it on there, LoneWolfCustomGear.com. Big time, um, I want to say big time archery. Big time, Victory Archery, Hunter's Blend Coffee, code working class for 10% off, and Combination Creative. If you are trying to build a brand in or outside the outdoor industry, Jordan can do it all. Video, websites, logo work. You name it, he's got it covered. Word on the street is he might be designing a full-blown trailer wrap for us coming soon. There's more details on that. That's going to be kind of fun. But I'm gonna done. I'm done rambling. I can't talk for this intro anyway. So here's the boys. We hope you enjoy. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. 
Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Bachman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Special Edition. We're in Prairie View, Kansas with the Prairie Storm Boys. We got Merck. Yup. John. What's going on? Tank. Hey. And myself, the mustache. The mustache. Mustachio. First day of turkey hunting. Yeah. Some good, some bad. <laughs> a lot of bad, kind of. <laughs> Mostly yeah. bad. Well, it was a good day, but yeah. in general. I don't know about you boys, but we had a hell of a day. Yeah. I I mean, I <laughs> we look like pretty good guides today. <laughs> I, would, I would agree with that. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting uh, interesting day for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely got off on the wrong foot first thing, but you know, <laughs> but with the, we had chances to redeem ourselves for sure. Oh yeah, in the yeah. in the later innings of the of the game, almost yeah. right away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the first yeah. <laughs> the chance to redeem ourselves. Yeah. It was, good, but I mean, we had everything stacked against us going yeah. into it. I mean, with the weather that happened, I mean, the night before you guys got here, I couldn't put birds to bed because no bird was out in the open. Exactly. So right. we went in blind, and even this morning, the first miss. Well, we should <laughs> we should start how it went first. Yeah. Uh, so well, we, we made it all the way made it all the way to the spot and we clear across the property. Um, Set down. Uh, you and you and John had made it over there before the rest of us, and get over there and you see a couple of toms, and said that they were calling him back. So we uh, we go get up, get set up, and then you know just give them a couple of a couple of real quick calls, and all of a sudden they're answering, and here they come. Yeah. And uh, well. They were coming quick. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. No, it was super fast. To set up, yeah. to set up. I mean, I wish we'd had more time to set up because I didn't realize they're going to come that quick. I, I, I honestly feel like if we if we would end up setting up a blind, if we would have had time and and went not to set up a blind this morning in the dark, I feel like we probably could have executed that one, and it wouldn't have been as bad of a deal. Yep. Um, the, the biggest thing for us, I think, with you guys, was being. Right there, and only having that tiny little cedar tree to hide behind. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not the best spot to hide yeah. behind. And it, then, did, it did well, help that you know Boone and Crockett Turkey was the one that walked yeah, out in the, the field. First you know? one, oh, the first yeah. the very first bird <laughs> the we first see. Bird, yeah, the first bird we even see. <laughs> Watch him duck underneath that fence, and that rope's just yeah, dragging. the beard just drags <laughs> a nice little drag mark the whole way. <laughs> oh wow, boy, yeah, yeah. So. We got that Jekyll and Hyde out there with the white face, and 
You could tell as soon as he saw that white face, he's like, I'm going to kick the crap out of that guy. Yeah. And he just <laughs> sprinted over there. And I don't know if he caught movement or, or what he caught, but all of a sudden he gone. Yeah. So to probably a little more context, all five of us were running and gunning together. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. A bunch yeah. of savages. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, uh, that's definitely the most people I think. No. Huh? We, we've had about more? that many before. Mm-hmm. We had six of us. Yeah, in we had six of us in Nebraska doing it. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah okay. The, the Vietnam shoot. Yeah, yep. the Viet- <laughs> <laughs> so like a war zone out there. Yeah. yeah, for three birds. So we decided when we set up that me and Tyler would be the ones to shoot, yep. hoping it was more than one turkey. Yeah, yeah. But of course, only one turkey comes in. See, uh, where I was sitting, I had uh, I had a really good vantage point of where they were coming from, so I actually watched four or five different redheads come up and I couldn't see couldn't see the beard or anything uh, once that one came through uh, I got a good look at the other ones and noticed they were all jakes yep. you know the little stubby little beards yeah. straight out and whatnot. <laughs> and they were not about to come in I, no. I'm assuming that, uh, that Tom over there has probably showed them like hey I'm the boss I'm going to kick the crap out of you you guys come near me yeah. well, that's kind of hanging back crap, open yeah. That Tom's not the boss. I'd like to see which Tom down there is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the biggest turkey as far as the Rio that I've seen uh, on on foot. Yeah. yeah. Personally. I would say I was filming, and I don't know anything about turkeys, and that thing came through the fence, and I was like, oh, my God, that's a big bird. <laughs> I, I don't even know anything about Rios. I'm like, that is a huge bird. Yeah, so we decided <laughs> me and Tyler going to be set up for a double. And Tangle's going to film while Merck and John call. But only one came in. Yeah. And there's a little miscommunication. That's where the debacle started. Yeah. We're each on one side of each of the same tree. And I thought Tyler would pull back and shoot it because I was kind of – the hens were behind me, actually. Two hens came in behind me. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't – I wanted to pull back, but I really couldn't. And then he came in, and I was, like, trying to ask Tyler if he pulled back or not, and then he didn't. So then Tom was about to come in and – I, I thought he was going to beat up the decoy, but he did not. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, you know, when he came up and he started strutting and everything, yeah, uh, yeah. I noticed that you guys hadn't pulled back. I assumed that you were going to wait for him to kind of strut to the side of it and then get his back turned to you, and then that's when you were going to draw. But I think he caught a glimpse of you guys just before that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably pretty easy to see us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then it doesn't help that the setup we had, I mean, the sun's like directly in our face. It's like rising. Yeah. Man, and it was like a stage light. We're yeah, glistening. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. No, none of us have face paint on, so it's just like white eyes. Just and, you know, it could, have been, it could have been the bow hunters, or it could have been, you know, with the camera being involved. Yeah. I mean, a, yeah. a yeah, sunbeam off, off, off the yeah, lens. Absolutely. Yeah. Could I mean, with that many people, people yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. I know the guides had no re- no way to spook the bird. I, I can tell I, that. I, could, I, actually, yeah. I actually could not see the bird. <laughs> Whenever he spooked, I could not see him. I Between tank land up there and this big old melon <laughs> and the tree he was laying next to, I, I, could, I saw when he flapped his wings out to the side, I saw wingtips. Yeah. And I was like, uh, either he's getting ready to jump on it or something happened. And then all of a sudden he takes off, and then I hear a thump, <laughs> and I see him flying, and I'm like, huh. When I look at John, I'm like, did they just shoot? Did they just shoot that bird? Please, God, no. Like, yes, I as, did. as soon as he spooked, I'm like trying to call him back, like, no, 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 we still have a chance. 
Uh, well, when he thunk. when he started to spook, I pulled back because I was hoping maybe he'd but come he back even faster. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, "What I thought I saw is actually something I do not like." <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen something like that before. I'm getting so he, out of here. Yeah, I got to yeah. 35, 40 yards, and I I sent an arrow at him, and there was gone now. Yeah. And so yeah. is the turkey. Yeah, and, uh, turkey fly. Swing and a miss. I think we can get get on that bird tomorrow morning. I really do. I say he one was all worked about, up. One thing about turkeys, I mean, they do. They're a smart animal, but they do have a short term memory. I mean, that's true. We can go up there tomorrow morning, and if Merck starts out, if you guys go up there, or I, me and Doug go up there, we start out with a different call, a different sound. He's definitely going to be like, "Oh, that's a new hen. That's yeah. a new girl." Yeah, and then that's a, that's another thing that um, you know, I, I went from you know I'm using my diaphragm. And you know we kind of we kind of tag team that that first initial set with with you calling because you, you I noticed you hopped on your slate there for a minute and or your crystal call I guess and you know uh, you know you're you're being a hand and I just like I'm gonna be the boss hand and I'm gonna interrupt him and I think that I think that helped out quite a bit. You know what's funny about that is they were right next to each other, with bows in their hand, and they couldn't communicate. Yeah, <laughs> we're running calls. They didn't say a word to each other. We had to feet from each other. I'm hold like, on, hold on. I'm That's uncalled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tyler's a new hunter. Come on now. <laughs> you guys have been doing this how long? We'll give him that. We'll give him I was trying to move too much. I was like, I was like, Tyler, did you pull back? And he just turned it loose, and he goes, "What?" <laughs> oh, God. oh boy! You know this story wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't a giant turkey. Like if it was just like a Jake oh, or something, yeah. everybody be like, "Eh, whatever, who cares?" Yeah, but no, this turkey, our, our yeah, whatever. No, yeah. we'll continue the story because it happened to two normal sized toms too. Yeah, well, so. that's later in the day. Come on, come on. We're, Let's we're savor this. ahead of ourselves. Let's, we got to savor this, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but I think tomorrow, whoever goes up there. Could have a chance at that bird again, and there were so many gobblers up there gobbling this morning. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. that whole hillside behind us was loaded with gobblers. Oh yeah, well, even Just, if that Tom flew away, you called in. I don't know how many Jakes there were. I yeah, there was a group. I counted yeah. five. Five. There was five of them that were standing there, and you know they wanted to commit, but they come up there and they hit that corner and they look over, and I was. And so I, you know, start, like, come on, calm down, start purring, you know, try to get them to commit. And then they're just like, yeah, yeah. that's not right. Well, yeah. that, that yeah, has to do a lot, too, where we're in the early season stages right yeah. now. Right. Yeah. And they're not fired up. The Jakes haven't realized, even when they see a decoy, they haven't realized, wait a minute, there's five of us and one of him, we could take him. Yeah. yeah. So now, I mean, their Jakes are still scared of the Tom. Yeah. Yeah. So. For now. For now. Yeah. I'd say it was it was a pretty awesome spot up there. It was kind of crazy when we first pulled in, calling nothing, nothing, nothing. Then we got into that second field, and you started calling. Then it just was gobbles everywhere. Was, well, that's the thing. I think we could have got it done quicker, but you know, as Merck said, when we were walking down in there right after we found that dead head in that shed, we walked down to that bottom by the uh, feeder. Merck said, "This is usually where they roost." Yeah. And when I looked around, you could see the scratches where yeah. they've been in yeah. there, but there's no feathers. Like yeah. you see feathers when they come out of trees. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, if they're not roosting here, that means they're roosting up on. The you see, they're digging up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And we took off up there, and Doug was right behind me, and I was like, well, if I get up there first, at least get a 
shot guy will call out there and see if something will answer me. Well, then we get there and they answer and we got to get set up quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. answered and then when everyone caught up, you call again and they're even sounding close already. I'm like, oh, like, yeah. 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 We need to hurry up and get this done. Yeah, Which they I think was, a, was another reason why, you know, we didn't have the best setup. Um, yeah. In hindsight, probably should have moved you guys over the tree that I sat in this afternoon. But well, if that yeah. if we would have killed the town, it would have worked. But because he came in so fast, but those Jakes came in and they got a side view of me and Tyler. Yeah, behind <clears throat> yep. the tree. Yep. Like, yeah, I just which when you walk up to how we were set up, I mean that's how I imagine we were going to set up. But then when the turkeys came in, you're like, oh, this place is not a good has set. a ton of holes in it. This <laughs> yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing yeah. with the turkeys, you know, having two D vision. You could put a bop up in the middle of the field yeah. and it doesn't bother them. That's crazy. But you throw a silhouette of something in the timber line and they yeah. catch it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And then uh, after he took off, we had the one hen kind of cut around us and she started cutting through the woods, didn't she? Oh, they were mm-hmm. right yeah, behind I had two hens yeah. behind me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so I crazy. couldn't really draw back anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just turkeys everywhere. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then uh, moseyed our way out, and uh, <laughs> disappointed. Really out. Went to another couple of spots, and I, it's just one of those things. Windy, if, if yeah, you, uh, real windy. Wind picked up big time. Mother Nature said, "Oh, nope, sorry, boys, it's not today." <laughs> Remember, you're in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we got a good nap in. No, absolutely. <laughs> great nap. Great nap. Decided to call her. Decided to call her. Eat some good her, food. We were here. Eat yeah. some pretty good food. Watch a little bit of. You know, Netflix and, and what have you. Good times. <laughs> it's a <laughs> Yeah. It's a salami snake. It's not a cobra. That's salami. Yeah. Yeah. Pepperoni cobra. Pepperoni cobra. Pepperoni Darn cobra. It. Sorry. Yeah, salami, whatever. <laughs> but then, you know, we got a game plan together for the afternoon to grab the blinds. Yep. And we're going to go put blinds out at two different spots. You guys were going to go back to the spot we were at this morning with the mm-hmm. pop-up and get set up. And me and Doug were going to go to a new spot and go in blind. We really didn't know it was back there. Yeah. We actually went where Kurt killed, well, Kurt hit one. Hit one last year and never maimed. found it. He maimed it. Yeah. <laughs> that turkey's still running around, right? I think I saw him. I think it's got a little bit of hobble. Walks with a cane. I doubt that turkey. Call him old Scarface. No, no that, that turkey lived for a few weeks after that. There's a chance that a shotgun hunter killed him. Because there was a few birds knocked dead down there last year. Yeah. That that river bottom right there. I mean, it's a wintering zone for turkeys. So yeah. there's... I always turkeys. Even when we were sitting there tonight, oh yeah, we called in three turkeys that weren't even on that property. Mm-hmm. They came across the field, so you could tell the bigger groups are starting to break up. It's yeah. starting to happen. Yep, I say so. We're gonna get into the afternoon hunt. Doug? Oh, we'll, no, we'll start on you guys because yeah. ours is okay. more eventful. Inter- yeah, eventful. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, very entertaining. That's for sure. Make <laughs> sure you guys start paying real close attention when they start telling their portion of it. <laughs> So we my version is probably different than John's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty depressing. <laughs> so it's about the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to that same field, and uh, Merck told me a story about busting some turkeys when you go over that first the first hill you climb. And so I'm all gung ho, and I'm going. And he's like, "Hey, slow down. There might be turkeys right over the edge." I'm like, "Okay." 
So I'd stop, I'd slow down, I'd get behind him, I'd let him peek over, and then uh, I'll let you say what you saw. Uh, I, I peek over there and I see two turkeys just laying there in this little, tiny, probably a 10 foot by, I don't know, 6 foot area of green grass, just laying there, hanging out. <laughs> Enjoying the and, sun. And they were facing the other way, yeah, and it just happened to be in a perfect little patch of sun. And... Uh, you know, so I back down. I'm like, all right, we need to get the decoy ready, and and we got the strutter decoy, and I kind of, I like low crawl all the way up there to where the the, the fan is probably uh, half the fan is showing just above the horizon, and I stick it in there, and I put the hen decoy you know, somewhat close to it, and I sneak back down probably I don't know we're about twelve yards maybe yeah maybe and we set up the the blind. Because we are in the middle of a wheat field. There's yeah. nowhere to hide. So <laughs> we got to have something. Yeah. I'll so, tell you, then on the fence row is just snow. Yeah. It's, it was There's like, not even tumbleweeds at that yeah. point. <laughs> not going over there. Yeah. So, yeah, we can't hide anywhere there. I mean, unless you can you know, fit in with barbed bar, wire. I, I can't. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I get, we get the blind set up. I hide behind the blind and I start calling, calling. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm like, yeah, man. A couple minutes later, I call a little bit more. Nothing. So I'm like, hey guys, hang out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crawl up here. I start crawling. Hit a sticker patch. <laughs> that was delightful. It's <laughs> always nice, right? So I like, go back out into the wheat field. I'm like, no, no, no. Sneak up there and peek over, and there is this turkey. Yeah, the beard is just a dragon, just swinging as he's walking. And I'm like, oh. Call a couple of times, and he, he didn't even give me a look. He just kept walking right into the thick stuff. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, well, this might be a bust. Um, I, at this point, we have, oh, how far is it from the road to, the, to where we set up? Half mile. Okay, so at this point, we probably had at least... <laughs> Half a mile to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Downhill and uphill. We yeah. Got, we got 100 yards into the field before, yeah. before we ran into the turkeys, basically. And uh, so I end up calling you, John. And I'm like, hey, man, I don't, I don't think we're going to make it. <laughs> we just got busted. And there's, there's no way we're going to go down there and walk through that stuff, even on the road, and get back there with... Without being busted by these turkeys. Like, well, I'll just take it yeah. slow. Well, okay, so we packed everything back up, took it nice and slow going through there. Um, we actually set up in the bottom and kind of tucked into some cedar trees a little bit and called a couple more times. Uh, once again, no answer. Moved on and got busted. And maybe 100 yards, 150 yards later, yeah, got busted again. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. It's always so, fun. So at this point, we've been busted by two toms and probably four hens. At least four hens, I say. Yeah. At least. And so, And yeah. my idea behind you guys going in to keep pushing through, because as Merck said, I mean, that, that place, unless you get out there early, early afternoon, it is hard to sneak into because yep. you can't see it from the road. You can't serve... You can't run surveillance on the property until you get into the property. Mm -hmm. And it was the options that we had, we knew there was birds there. Yeah. And that's why I was like, well, if you guys can at least push to the back, get set up, 
those birds that are on the neighbor's property don't know you guys are there. Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's where that big, big Tom came from was the neighbors. So yeah, that's exactly. what we were hoping for. Well, and then, you know, fast forward a little bit, we actually pressured through and, and got there. Yeah. We set up the blind um, very close to where you guys were originally set up. Um, actually, it was it was the same spot where he had uh, where Tank had laid down to to film. Okay, yeah, is where we set the blind at. Um, set the decoys. Thou probably ten yards closer to the blind than than where they were originally setting. Um, get out there and waited probably uh, thirty minutes or so, yeah. roughly, and uh, decided. All right, well, I'm going to give it a shot and you know just do a real light call sequence <laughs> and gobbles, and they were not far. No, and I look, I look forward at the blind. I'm like, get ready, it's gonna go down, it's gonna go down now, it's happening. This is really happening to me. This is live right now. Yeah, and no, once again, we just couldn't get it to come out. Like there is a treasure hole in there or something where they're just like, oh, nope, stand here for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> really. coming out. Yeah, they, I, yeah. We could not get them to come past that point. Yeah. And the whole afternoon we heard uh, one, at least one hen just yelping just in the same spot. And she had at least one gobbler with her. I, I feel like there was two or three because yeah. the gobbles were coming from different areas yep. behind us. Um, we ended up getting uh, one bird called in. And I can hear him. I like. I I was waiting. You know, I think I called about every twenty-five to thirty minutes uh, for the first oh, hour or so, and then I backed off and waited for about forty-five minutes at a whack. You know, just you know, like stop pressuring it. Don't want to educate him anything like that. And within that first hour, we called in that that uh, the redhead. I don't know if it was a Jake or a Tom. I yeah. didn't see a beard, but. I mean, just bright red. Yeah. And I, the, the only reason I started calling for that one, I could hear something walking. I could hear the leaves crunching. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to see what happens. And I do yeah. it. And then it kind of speeds up a little bit. And I'm setting against this tiny little tree. And my fat ass is sticking out three times the size of the tree. <laughs> why, uh, against. why are you setting against the tree you wanted to in the first place? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, this is actually after this. Oh, it is after okay. Never mind, never mind. So I'm sitting here, and uh, I look over, and this thing is maybe, maybe 10 yards. And he's just <laughs> hiding behind that little cedar tree that, that separated you two. Yeah? Uh, this morning, that morning, and I'm like, um, <laughs> like looking like, don't, don't make any movements. Like just kind of looking out of the corner of my eye. And you could tell he like he comes forward and he hits the the field line and he's just like whoa, something right. And he like peeks over and like looks right at me and I'm like oh boy, busted. <laughs> I'm a stump. I'm busted. I'm busted. Just don't move. Don't move. You know, like close my eyes so he doesn't see the white in my eyes. If that even matters, I don't know. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go, here we go. And then he steps forward again, and I'm like, ah, oh, got him. And then I think he noticed the blind sitting there and was like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> he just turned right around and, and stormed off. And what was it? Uh, probably 30, 45 minutes later, I got into a battle, like a real big argument with this, with this boss hen back there. Yeah. And just kept cutting her off real quick and... 
uh, she like you could tell she was getting angry, and she just kept getting closer and closer. And she was about you know probably ten twenty yards behind me, just just looking like I'm gonna mess up whatever is interrupting me. Yeah, do not like this. Yeah. And then getting to the tree store, and I get up, and I go tell the guys, I'm like, all right, guys, did you, like, did you guys see those birds? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we saw them. Okay, cool. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get another game plan going. I was like, I'm going to go sit on this tree. And uh, Tyler gets out of the blind. He's like, I got to go. I got to take piss. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to go sit on that tree over there. And he's like, okay. Walk straight to the tree that I'm going to sit on. And pisses all over. Okay, <laughs> I, like, I guess I'm not gonna be sitting there. So I sat back at the original one that I was at, and uh, I was like, "No, I'm gonna go over the big tree over there, surrounded by brushes. Be great." And I'm gonna take the chair that Tyler's not using, and I go open it, and I'm like, "John sent me with a broken chair." This is awesome. John, why would you do that? It was in the bag still. In the bag. It was in go. the bag. <laughs> so someone put it in the bag. Whoever, someone else broke it and yeah, put so, it back so, in the bag. Yeah, that guy's a real McAsshole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but if it was a client, you guys are awesome. <laughs> I great, it was great John. Job. It was John. <laughs> we get over there, and I, I sat in this chair. And I'm in there probably an hour, and I like shift my weight a little bit because my leg was starting to hurt. And it goes, Sah! and the whole chair just crumples. And I'm like, well. Uh, well, so it wasn't totally my fault. No, it was your I mean, fault. you shifted your weight. And when a big guy like you shifted your weight. for like a good hour. You got to think, I'm only sitting on three of the legs because one of them doesn't even work anyways. It already had a piece of metal sticking into my thigh, which is why I had to weight shift. I was comfortable. I'm sure you were. I was also comfortable. <laughs> yeah, with your four chairs to choose from, that's real handy. <laughs> you carried it too, and there was already two of them. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, that pretty much was the sum of ours, you know. Like, yeah. towards, towards the end, like, you know, talked about, we had those birds gobbling and everything and just could not get anything to come close to us. Yeah. Um, chose to leave, and you know, we probably rolled out about 30 minutes before sunset. I yeah. wonder with the... No, when the wind died down, but especially when you guys got out there with the wind kicking, where those birds are, that neighbor's property, it's all downhill until they get to the bottom. I wonder if they were just hanging out at the bottom because there's no wind. It's probably, yeah, it's very yeah. possible. Yeah. But, you know, that that was pretty much the extent of our hunt. Yeah. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. Come on, the good story. Never good. mind our boring story. I don't know if it's a good story. Come on, you gotta, you gotta think, Doug. That's a great. I mean, story. they they can make fun of our hunt, but yeah. I mean, first we had to babysit them, make sure they get set, get in before we can even, before we can even go to our property. And exactly. Hunt. And exactly. we were going in blind. We had no idea what uh, what birds were there, and we had just a long of a walk. And we get back there, and I realize I screwed up, and I carried in a blind for nothing because there's already one set up there. That we left from last year. Hey, it stayed down pretty good because it didn't go anywhere. Exactly. So it was flat. You're welcome. It didn't go anywhere. And we <laughs> we had to trample it because it was overgrown from last year. I mean, we had to trample a lot of fire weeds to make a shooting lane. 
But we get the decoys put out and everything. We get into the blind and getting settled in. And I was, I instantly grab a call because it's just a habit of mine. You go out there and you make a bunch of noise because on the walk in, the lower field, you spotted two redheads down in there. Yeah. And that's probably only 150 yards yeah. from where the and blind is. I saw one at. had a long beard. So. so my way of thinking was, okay, we made all this noise. I'm going to instantly hit a call right away. And we hit a call, and we got an answer from two gobblers that weren't even down in that lower field. They're yeah. coming in behind us. And I looked at Doug. I was like, well, this is going to happen. Like, holy, we're, we're going to be done. We're going to be back in the lodge here in a little bit. Yeah, I got over ahead of myself. I also might have got ahead of myself. <laughs> so I was like, yes. <laughs> I like that idea. It's going good. It's going so well. These, these, we have them fired up. Every t- every sound I made, no, no matter what call it was, they were gobbling at it, and they were coming. Well, when they crossed the fence, there was three of them, but the third one was the Jake. And the Jake went right over the decoys, and the Toms, they were fired up until they hit the fence line. Yeah. When they hit the fence line, everything went into slow mode for those Toms. They just took their time coming in. They didn't gobble anymore, but they were still, you know, 18 yards. 21. Well, the decoy was 21. <laughs> eh. Well, well eh, eh. So they come in. How about we make it 21? <laughs> so they come in. Su- they come in super slow, and we didn't knock enough weeds down for my side because they came in from the wrong way. We thought they were coming from yep. where we saw Damn the it. birds before. Mm-hmm. So they coming in, and I, I pull back way too soon because they're doing the slow motion. Coming in and then... Uh, like Juvenile? Yeah. He forgot we were in a blind. I yeah. I'm just trying to be prepared to shoot him right away because, I don't know, why not? Yeah, absolutely. So we're sitting there and they're coming in and John's videoing it. And from his view, it looks perfect. Yeah. Which is not good for me. <laughs> I'll admit that. Yeah. And they come in, so <laughs> I'm pulled back for a while and they... Uh, then they kind of got spooked. The set, third one got spooked. Yep. And the second one, I was the one I was going to shoot was half strut, was starting to lead with him too. So I had to lean over kind of and just try throwing a shot out there, and I missed. <laughs> I said it. Swing and miss. That was it. a miss, everyone. But then they swing and miss. It swing get, and miss. It gets better. Yeah, because they didn't run away. They walked. This really is the best slow. part. This is the best part. And so I don't know if they walked. They're kind of just like, what was that? He okay. reloaded, and. The third miss happened shortly thereafter. Yes. And if you watch the video, I just set my phone on the ground. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I just <laughs> set the phone down. After the second miss that evening, he just stopped videoing. <laughs> I actually saw the video. Which you, might you, have see been. It, you see that like, it's a perfect view. You see, watch you completely miss the bird. And then the camera just slowly goes to his feet. I think, I think you might hear a sigh. In there. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I but saying. there was some missing involved. But our night didn't, wasn't boring after that. Well, I mean, we you had, wanted me to try popping a Jake and come maybe bring him back in. Yeah. But I, I mean. Didn't do that. There was so many gobblers around us, and I yeah. and I knew if we popped that Jake, there's a good chance they're going to come back in. But you know, I liked your judgment not doing it. 
Because that Jake, he ended up leaving and going, finally going to the same. You know, he hung around the blind for a while. Quite a while. And we were figuring, you know, we had a live decoy now. And he was staying around the blind. And he might yeah. pull in a Tom or bring those two back. Right. But it went from the low of lows to all day long. And what did we count? Eight gobblers that we had, we had around At all least. day long. And, you know, some would work close. And you could tell they are getting closer. And then they'd go silent, and next time they'd gobble, they'd be 200 yards away. It was weird. It was. Because then you hear them behind us, because that crick runs through behind us, you hear turkeys flying back and forth from the crick, but they never come up to our field. They yep. just keep moving. I don't know what they're doing. Huh. And then we got into the battle with those two toms that were pretty much straight south of us, and it didn't matter. They were cutting me off halfway through my call sequence. Yeah, they I mean, were so fired up. But, oh, it's going down again. I mean, yeah, but okay, it's going to happen because we, we looked at each other and I was pumped. I was super pumped. I was like, it's going to happen again, and then it never did. Man, but we had the same deal with a hen. I worked a, I cut a hen off, and I don't know how long it went—15, 20 minutes. Me yeah, and her battled. It was, it was insane. Crazy how much I battled her, but then Doug looked up and he's like, "Holy crap, you're calling in another bird!" And way down at the other end of the field, here comes this Tom all by himself, coming right to me and that hen having a battle. And then he get there to about seventy yards and just disappears, walks into the timber, and we never see or hear from him again. Yeah, but him and I never seen a hen be so pissed at somebody calling at him. Like John would cut him off and she'd cut him back off. He's like, oh, you bitch. It became a personal vendetta of mine. She actually made sure she walked away. right behind us. Yeah. And then he finally must have conquered her. Well, she, I was hoping she was going to go home and tell her dad. <laughs> there's a bully over there and you need to go take care of him. Maybe we'll do that in the morning. <laughs> but then. You know, everything was slowing down. We thought, okay, the night's coming down to an end. And so I hit that, my Wisconsin Badgers call that I just bought just because I'm a Wisconsin Badgers fan. I hit that call, and that gobbler behind us just fired off. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's going to happen. And that was next a deep thing, gobble, too. And that was a deep gobble. And next thing you know, I look out the window of the blind. I was like, he's right here. <laughs> and he's, like, right next to the blind, but then... He clears... I couldn't see him at that point because all I seen is a red head going right next to the blind. And he clears the front and I hear Doug go, Ah, oh, it's Jake. And I know it wasn't the bird that was gobbling. Yeah. Because that Jake finally did gobble out in front of us. You could tell he had a Jake crackle to his mm -hmm. gobble and that was not what was gobbling behind us. But that Jake, I mean, he put on a show for us. I mean... For a while, too. 30 minutes of... Drumming and spitting and... Nursing turkeys spit and drum so much. <laughs> a blade of grass touched his mommy-daddy button, and he made his way with the blade of grass. <laughs> it actually lasted quite a while. Yeah, <laughs> but it was cool how you watch it, you know, the redhead. He's so fired up because he he's just spitting and drumming. And then it went down to all white because he spit and drummed so much. Was but then when he hit... <laughs> then when he hit that blade of grass and started going, to, <laughs> he started Man, going to, started going to town on that blade of grass, and next thing you know, his head just 
boiling up red again. Like he's getting so turned on that his head's going red again. He was going insane. <laughs> and then he goes back to spitting and drumming and his color goes back up. He's right he, he even walked away spitting and drumming too. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Doug. I was we like, showed him a good time. I told Doug. I was like, if he comes, if he comes on a full strut and just takes off, Get ready. There's probably a Tom's, and he sees it, and we don't. And next thing you know, he's a, <laughs> he comes out, goes out of full strut, goes into half strut, fans still kicking, he's still spitting and drumming, walking away at a fast rate of speed. <laughs> I was like, okay, where's this Tom? You see him, we don't. Where's he at? And he never That's crazy. Me. But, man, it's kind of how our night ended. Swing and miss. Yeah. We're going to redeem hey, tomorrow. Honestly, I mean, it, you can you can consider it a swing and miss for the whole the whole group of us. Honestly, yeah, it was pretty it was pretty rough. Not, I, not quite as literal as yourself, Doug. For me, I was all the swing and misses. <laughs> I miss a lot. But you could have. I mean, if you wanted to, you could have punched another Rio tag tonight. Yeah. On that super Jake. But you said he's like I don't want to get all the crap I got last year for shooting a Jake. I don't yeah, want to that again. I'm over it. Yeah, so nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that one might have been even more super Jake than the last one I shot. Yeah, that one he he put on a show. He was a cool bird. The one I shot last year gobbled more, but this one was just put on a show the whole time. And Absolutely, I had a blast. I mean, yeah, we had it was a great night. We yeah. had lows, but Ain't that's the thing. We got to learn something about the birds that were... Because now the weather gets better. Mm-hmm. It keeps getting better from here on out. We started with the worst of the worst weather. And you want to... Last year when you guys came out, opening morning, the first morning we, was the best day. Because mm-hmm. there was no wind yeah. and it was warm. And we got birds to work. And then it started getting worse. Now this time, our day one was the worst day. And now it's going to keep getting yep. better. Yeah, Warmer. And when that sun's out... That's today. I was texting Merck the same thing as I was telling Doug. I think they got into the warmest part of the day. They found a sun pocket, and they took a nap. Yeah. Because last night, they froze to death in the trees. Mm-hmm. The night before, they had hail being dumped on them. They were just pissy. <laughs> I mean, there's no other way to sum it up. They were pissy, and they didn't want to play. So I yeah. think tomorrow morning with you know the clear skies tonight, and the sun's going to be up right away in the yep. morning, they're going to fire off. Yeah. I was saying the wind died down. I mean, it is yeah. calm now. It is. It, I, I, th- I think tomorrow is going to be a good morning for everybody. Yeah. And you kind of see that with the other wildlife. I mean, our drive home back to the lodge, we probably seen, I don't, I want to say 30, 40 deer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We yeah. see deer everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So they, they had to deal with the past two nights, too. And they yeah. wanted to get out. So I think tomorrow morning is going to be the morning. And I could see three birds being dropped down before 730. Oh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So let's, I let's, can see it happening. Yeah, let's touch I, on yeah. The, I don't know if I can see it. Let's touch on the, the game plan for tomorrow morning. Yeah. I Personally, me as the guy, and I know Merck might disagree with me, but I think we need to go right back to the same spots we were at tonight. The two spots, yeah. The two spots. That big bird's up there, and I know there's, there's a point where you can overpressure a property, but this is so early in the season, the birds have no idea what's going on. They have no idea something's trying to hunt. I'm all game for going at it in the morning, but, you know, if, if it doesn't pan out like it should, then 
might have to rely on some of our other stuff. Oh, we, we can. Well. And that's the plan. But I think at least going up there, I think you have a chance at one Tom at least. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a chance I'm not willing to pass up. You know, if we get – and if you guys want something different, you guys can go sit in the blind. Me and Doug are sitting in, and we'll take the other spot. No, I'll be pissed if you guys shoot that bird. <laughs> <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> Need I say more? <laughs> That's a redemption. Yeah, that would be a hell of a redemption. It would be. That would be. Kurt would be really pissed because yours would probably blow his out of the water. That was a big bird. He's not allowed to hear that. But someone needs to kill it. Last, yeah. last year we had a client kill a bird out of there and it went number two in the county of all time. Wow. That same property. Yeah, that's a... And you could tell that that bird has genetics in that area because that bird this morning was just as big. And I couldn't see the beard, but I wouldn't be surprised if that bird this morning had a double beard. His rope was so big. Oh, yeah. Thick. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a double bearded bird. Yeah. And he was so clean. I mean, his fan, there was like not a feather out of place. It was crazy. But I think. Beautiful bird. We got other we got other spots, and I think you know once we get out of there, if you kill a bird out of there in the morning, leave the blind, and I can start using it for other clients. But we'll go move another spot. I got still more pop-ups we can oh, put we got, up, or yeah, we got all sorts of places we can still go. So we got we got a game plan. Yep. And me and Doug are going to go right back to where we were. I left my decoys out there and everything. We're just going to get set up, and I think it's going to the same. I know. I didn't even think about it. Neither did I. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, let's have it back. Better pack up. <laughs> what I was thinking, well, you guys, the reason why I left mine out there, not so much that crap I have to carry them all back in in the morning, is when we get out there, I mean, it's kind of open where we're at. Yeah. And it's less commotion. I have to put decoys out, yep. make sure they're in his shooting lane. We can just walk there, go right to the blind, get in, zip it up. It's, du- it's dark. So, and then when the birds start waking up, all of a sudden, if there's any hens close by or gobblers close by, they're going to see those two decoys out there already. Mm-hmm. With you guys, most of your birds are roosting behind you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, you guys will be able to have a little bit of noise and get away with it. The only thing I would say maybe do different on yours is, I don't know if it's hard to do. I don't know how you guys set it up. But if you said that one bird, when he came out and he looked down the tree row, and you think he kind of realized all that blinds was sticking out. And I don't know if he couldn't. Because with the 2D vision, I think him staring down that tree row and he knows what that tree row is supposed to look like. That whole yep. out. Yep. So my, my plan is my plan. I, I thought about it before we got to the to the goblin birds later in the evening. I thought about going up there and be like, guys, we need to move you closer to where I'm setting because there's a huge clearing there. And my plan was move the decoys back just a little bit, move that blind back in, set inside the tree row, so that it still looks like your normal tree row as you're looking down at it from that bird, and he'll never know that we're there. Yep. You know, that, that's my plan. Okay, yeah. Because when you said that, I was like, man, maybe because of the 2D that he's seeing that block out there down that tree yeah. row that's supposed to be clear. Yep. And I think you guys do everything you did we did this morning, but this time you guys will be covered in a blind. I think it'll pay off. Oh, the other the other thing we, we didn't mention yet is the, the deer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Man, I'm, I'm like sitting there after the chair broke. Could have said I was gonna lay there, you know, after I almost sodomized myself with a broken chair. And uh, <laughs> laying on the ground. But you didn't. No, you're I didn't. You're good. Thank goodness. Yeah. Woo. That could have been rough. But uh, sitting there, <laughs> where uh, I got my head, like I'm leaning against the tree, laying down, and all of a sudden I feel the ground shaking, and you're come, 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 come. <laughs> I text Tank. I'm like. Uh, can you is see? Is that what you call what's Tank's number? <laughs> no, that was, oh. I was right it was after that. But yeah. Like, I texted him, like, hey, man, like, can you see whatever the hell is making all this racket? <laughs> He's like, go ahead, it's deer. <laughs> they came out right behind me. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't have been five yards from me. Yeah. Yeah, they were not happy about that blind either. <laughs> yeah. But speaking about other spots we have... Mm-hmm. When we were sitting in that blind tonight, we had gobblers where we set up the blind this morning, you know, a mile to the east. We heard gobblers over there all evening long. So I know there's birds over there. Yeah, so we yeah. got that blind ready to go for an Absolutely. afternoon sit if we need it. And we got this place right out here outside the lodge. That landowner, I talked to him yesterday, and he's fine with us going in where there Kurt with archery. Where Kurt killed his last year. And the other night when it was... Horrible weather. I went over there, and right where Kurt killed his, there was two strutters out there with a group of hens. So we got that in the back pocket. We got options. Yeah. Absolutely. There's plenty of birds. Yeah. I cannot believe how many birds are out here. Oh, yeah. that's the thing. Absolutely. I don't think we've seen even. No. No. We haven't even seen close to the amount that, we're, that we have. Because that property empty. where we went this morning before we came back to the lodge that we call our docks ground... Last year, I mean, he worked birds there, and at one point in time, you had six strutters standing on the road. Yeah, until that hen <laughs> walked in front of them. <laughs> so there's, you know, they're like, I think I'm going to go with the real one. Hmm. Plastic <laughs> looks nice, but I'm going to go with this one. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to make oh, it yeah. happen tomorrow. I think it'll be a whole different ball game than this morning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because yep. you're going to be able to get out there, and there's going to be, I think the wind's supposed to be two mile an hour. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to hear every gobble on the roost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll be able to get out there a little bit earlier this morning because I'm not driving from Scott. So yeah. Now that I'm, well, I'm these, on base. There wasn't a person in this lodge, maybe except for Tank, that was energized to... Yeah. Get up and get after it this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm a morning Everybody's person. pretty tired. I, I get up and I'm I'm ready to get after it. Go to bed at three a.m. and get up at six a.m. is not a good idea. No, it's not fun. Especially after you know that twelve hours prior to three a.m. get getting here was on the road in a pickup. Yeah, that yeah. that drains just then like going to train shows. Take you through a level B road. Yeah. That's covered in a slushy, snow, muddy mix. Luckily, we made it here. That's yeah. All I yeah, I know. I'm glad you guys got out of where you parked the Tahoe tonight. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that good, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is that where we're going to call it? We're going to call it there, and uh, hopefully have better updates tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we can't get any worse. Redemption. Hey. Yeah, I can't get For any me, worse. <laughs> at least. Well, I guess it could get worse. We could get him to get shot. Yeah. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. It could get worse, but... That'd be a hell yeah. of a swing and a miss. <laughs> well, we're in on there and... Uh... D- Doug, hold on. Uh, are, are you going to do a uh, go shoot your bow? 
<laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'll, I'll do that. I'll end it on that. Go shoot your bow. Peace out. Guys, I know the audio on that episode was not like studio quality like you would expect, but they had the mobile recorder in there in hunting camp, so what do you do? But that was part one. Part two is coming down the pipe next week. So sorry if you can't listen to them when they're that way. That's just the reality of podcasting and podcasting in hunting camp. We're just doing it how we got to do it. So thanks for listening. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.